Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. Jerry's even here. She's sitting in for Dave C., the super producer. Uh, and this is Short Stuff, a good one, too, if you ask me. Yeah, so I know that A Christmas Story is one of your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I know that that uh, great scene at the end that is uh, unfortunately now dripping with uh, ethnic overturns and, and racism. Sure. <laughs> But it was it's still a funny scene of the family going out to eat Chinese food on Christmas. Yeah. In an empty Chinese restaurant, the only problem I have with that, well, aside from the other stuff I just mentioned, <laughs> is that it's not uh, it's not full of Jewish patrons. Yeah, it was, it's pretty much empty, if I remember correctly, isn't it? They're the only ones there. It is entirely possible that I think that it takes place in Cleveland, outside of Cleveland, doesn't it? Or is it Indiana? I think it was shot outside of Cleveland, but uh, maybe set in Indiana. Okay. There was probably not a Jewish person to be found in Indiana in the 1930s. Maybe so. That's probably it. And my God, did you know Bob Clark died in a, a car accident brought on by a, a DUI driver in 2007? Oh, yeah. I had no idea until just recently. So I think his son too, right? Yeah. His, his oldest yeah, son. Very sad. R.I.P. Bob Clark and son. Um, but yes, so there is something weird in that there's no Jewish people in there because at any Chinese food restaurant uh, on Christmas in America, especially these days, you're going to find plenty of Jewish people eating there. In fact, it's a, a huge tradition among the um, Jewish American community, it turns out. Yeah, and uh, you brought up this very kind of funny moment at the Supreme Court confirmation hearings mm-hmm. for Justice uh, Elena Kagan, uh, someone said, where were you um, during the Christmas attack launched by Al-Qaeda the year before? And she said, like all Jews, I was probably at a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> what a great line. And apparently Chuck Schumer was like, well, the the reason being is because it's probably the only place open. So he just kind of ruined, he had the, to ex- ruined the whole thing. It. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he explained it. But he probably didn't need to explain because from, you know, just researching this, but also my own awareness, like eating Chinese food on Christmas is not just a Jewish tradition any longer. It's become an American tradition, but it definitely traces its origins back to the Jewish community. And apparently right around the turn of the last century in the Lower East Side of New York City is where the it really finds its roots which is pretty cool that you can trace something like that back like that. Oh, totally. Uh, it makes sense because uh, if, you're ty- uh, if you're talking about different types of food, like, uh, like Mexican food or Italian food, mm-hmm. there's, you know, like dairy mixed in with the meat and a lot or most of the dishes. So it's, it's hard to eat kosher. Uh, Chinese food, first of all, doesn't have dairy. You know, my famous story about uh, does it have cheese on it <laughs> in the Chinese restaurant. Right. Still one of the great things that ever happened to me as a child was overhearing that conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they don't, you know, they don't have dairy in their food generally. And uh, the stuff is just, you know, if you've got your meat and you've got rice and you've got things that are cooked together, but it's like vegetables and meats cooked together. It's not, it doesn't have like cream sauce or cheese and stuff like that. Right, which to a Jewish person is basically tantamount to being kosher. And, you know, today it's really easy to um, be kosher in America because the food industry back in, I think, the 50s said, oh, you know, there's a lot of Jewish people who live here now. There's like a whole market for making kosher foods or just labeling foods as kosher that were already kosher anyway. Um, But before that, Chinese restaurants were one of the only places out in the rest of America where a Jewish 
person could go and, and feel pretty confident about having a kosher meal. So, you know, that in and of itself makes sense. And there's also some other, um, there's other, so there's some commonalities too, especially between Eastern U- European uh, Jewish people and um, Chinese cuisine, and that there there's a lot of sweet and sour dishes common to sure. both. Um, Kreplok which is like a meat-filled dumpling is is um, kind of resembles some of the Chinese meat-filled dumplings like dim sum, um, and then also the pancakes. Chinese pancakes resemble blintzes too. So it's not like it was just the most entirely foreign concept to to a lot of these Jewish Americans who were recently arrived, um, but it was still exotic and new too. Yeah. So we'll take a break now, and then as promised. I know it led us astray, but we will head down to the Lower East Side right after this. So you promised talk of the Lower East Side where this was kind of born. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a woman named, and this is not a joke. Her name is Jennifer Eight Lee, mm-hmm. the number eight. I guess she's named after the movie. I I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't get that far. I just verified that, movie, that that right? wasn't a typo. Yeah, Jennifer Eight with Andy Garcia and yeah, I can't remember who else. And John John Goodman. I can't remember who, who was the, Jennifer Eight. Was I, it Uma Thurman? Oh, maybe maybe. Well, you you talk and I'll look up. How about that? All right. So Jennifer Eight Lee uh, is a producer of the Search for General So. Is it? It's General So, right? Yep. It's okay. G- it's General Eight. <laughs> uh, and she had this to say: Jews and Chinese were the two largest non-Christian immigrant groups at the turn of the century, uh, and so these groups were linked by living in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and they were also linked by otherness. And uh, to for Jewish people to love Chinese food, um, she feels just says a lot about immigration history mm-hmm. in the United States and uh, being an outsider in the United States kind of living together, which is really kind of a nice thing, I think. Yeah, I thought that was a really good point. And I'm sure it's an accurate point, too, but it's something that's kind of easy to overlook. A lot of people just yeah. kind of... I think narrow it down to oh well that was what was open on on Christian and um, Christian holidays and Sundays which is true um, like the the that's that's you know a Chinese restaurants going to be open on Christmas so if you're a Jewish person looking to go out to eat you know the Italian place is going to be closed because they're celebrating Christmas the the uh, the Irish pubs probably going to be closed because they're celebrating Christmas so the Chinese food happened to be open but it's definitely there's a lot a lot uh, further deeper layers to it than that. Yeah. Another one is that um, Chinese people had no history of being prejudiced toward Jewish people, which Mm -hmm. was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were open on Sundays. Uh, They were open on other Christian holidays. They, I think um, there could have possibly been a reputation at some Italian restaurants uh, early in the day of, uh, early in the days of New York that they were maybe um, not as welcoming for Jewish people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Is that a nice way to say it? At the very least, you know, if you were Jewish and you went to an Italian restaurant, you might take note of the 
extensive Christian religious iconic. yeah the imagery What's of the, the word? virgin mary <laughs> and jesus with the crown of thorns and all that and be like good you know i'm going to the chinese food place instead yeah yeah it wasn't necessarily hostile right but it, yeah okay. it, it wasn't like come in jewish friends necessarily who knows but they they didn't have to think about it at the chinese restaurant and then what's more right. too it wasn't just the the jewish community that was welcomed with open arms to, to chinese restaurants uh, uh, during this time um if you were black too you could find a a place to eat at a chinese restaurant they like they, they didn't discriminate against anybody they were like you got some money and you want to eat come on in yeah it's very nice and welcoming mm-hmm. Uh, in the 30s, by the time the 1930s rolled around, Jewish cookbooks like full-on had Americanized versions of famous Chinese dishes like egg foo young and chop suey. And uh, the Lower East Side sort of started expanding. Jewish people moved out, moved to different boroughs, different neighborhoods, out into the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And bada-bing, bada-boom, all of a sudden, Chinese restaurants were following because they know they've got a good customer base. Yeah, dude. So there, I saw that there's something like 40,000 Chinese food restaurants in the United States these days. There's 14,000 McDonald's. So oh, wow. 40,000 Chinese food restaurants. And it was the this di- diaspora of the Jewish community from the Lower East Side of New York further and further out into America wow. that kind of drew Chinese food restaurants out with them. So you can thank uh, the Jews uh, from New York for your local Chinese food place that you love so much. Give them a, give them a tip of the hat and say, thank you, uh, Jewish friend. Um, I appreciate you bringing the Chinese food restaurant this way. That is really cool. I know they became sort of neighborhood hubs mm-hmm. uh, in Jewish communities, and they would see friends and neighbors, and the families were there, and children were playing together. Uh, it was just a, a sort of a beautiful symbiotic relationship, it seems like, from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And so over time, uh, the rest of America said, hey— the Jewish people are really on to something here. Let's uh, let's get in on this. And nowadays, like eating Chinese food on uh, Christmas is a, a just a general American tradition. Um, and you can see that apparently in Google searches um, for Chinese food, which I guess skyrocket on Christmas or right around Christmas, right? Yeah, I think um, they go up, uh, or actually that's a Grubhub uh, stat is mm-hmm. Chinese food is up 152% on Christmas Day, but uh, it definitely, the Google search peaks on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. and that's been going on since they've been keeping track of Google stats. Yep. And so apparently the most popular Chinese food order in all of America on any day, but in particular Christmas Day, is that General So's. Have you ever had Chinese food on Christmas? Yeah, yeah. And as a matter of fact, I didn't realize how cliche we were. You and I would go get General So's chicken at uh, Golden Buddha on... 10th oh, and, Street. Uh, oh, okay. On 10th in Midtown, not the one in Decatur. Gotcha. Uh, and we just drove past it the other day, and it's it's gone, which is kind of sad. So there goes our Christmas tradition. But, um, yeah, for, for a few years, we would go eat Chinese food on Christmas. It's good. I love Chinese food so much. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. As a matter of fact, um, researching this the other day, we ended up getting Thai. It wasn't Chinese, but, you know, close enough. But I was like, we've yeah. got to get some Chinese food um, just from reading about all this and seeing words like egg foo young and chop suey and stuff. It made me so hungry for it. I never had that that stuff. I don't even know what chop suey is. So, so that, I think, is a short stuff in and of itself. But okay. supposedly they think it's 
chop suey basically means leftovers. So they, oh, it okay. has its own origin story. We'll do one on chop suey too, okay? Sweet. Sweet indeed. Um, so if you want to know more about Chinese food on Christmas, well then, buddy, you've got a day to figure it out and then try it for yourself tomorrow because the Jewish community figured it out a long time ago. And since I said that, it means that short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.